It's Cecilia. And Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out. Or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. It's just Meg this week. I'm with the basic of all Catholics. That's quite the honor. Austin Quick. Um, we've had him on before. It was one of our most listened to podcasts. What was it about again? Masculinity. Masculinity. It's a good topic. It was a good topic. He could probably talk about it again and blow it all away again. But today we're going to talk about community because this guy has a gift from God that connects people like Catholics everywhere literally all over the world. And community is one of the biggest questions that we get asked is like, how do you create community? Where do I find good community? How do I make friends like Austin and Cece? And how do I make friends when I move? So we're going to start first with our heck yes and our heck no. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I know. I know. Um, Go first. Okay. My heck yes is that we are going to the beach next weekend, but my extra heck yes is everyone that we had in town. Um, Because everyone that we had in town is not from Alabama, nor are they all from the same place, I don't think. No. You're from Kansas. I live technically right now in Missouri, in St. Louis. It's okay. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I failed it three times in high school. (laughs) John Lewis from New York. Cecilia's from from Virginia, D.C. Avery's mom's from Sacramento. Nick's from California. Nick's from Sacramento, California. Yeah. And then we have Avery's dad coming in today. So we've just had so many people who have showed up for us and loved us really well, especially during this transition. And that's just a fat heck yes. Do you have a heck yes? What was your heck no? Oh, I didn't do my heck no yet. I was going to just balance. balance oh, it balance. Okay. So my heck yes would be coming down here to see my goddaughter. For the first time. My goddaughter and spending time with her and spending time obviously with you and Avery. Um, seeing Cecilia and Nick and I guess Jungwoo, um, I guess. Good, 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 good times. <laughs> really good times. Okay. My heck no, um, would be the humidity here. I, I knew it existed. I expected it, but it, you don't get it. I, do you ever get used to it? Do you have, no. do you have humidity? Yeah. In Midwest, Missouri? Yeah. But it's Ugh. different, but I, yeah, it's, 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 it's oppressive. Uh, my heck no would be the fact that this these trips are always too short. Yeah. yeah. And we need to do a trip. And Cece and I always say this. We need to do a trip where we just go and we rent out like some cabin somewhere and none of us work. And we all just hang out for like a week straight. Because we- A week? We that's a long time. What was that? Extended oh, yours weekend. was three days. Okay. An extended, extended week. A five day. Yeah. That's two days That's two extra days. That's two extra days. Really? We'll put you over? Yeah. You'll want to kill us all. (laughs) You always want to leave wanting more. That's true. And and as a guest, you always want to leave where it's like, wow, I'm really sad I'm leaving. Not like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to get out of here. Get out of here. I agree. That's a very good point. And anybody, even people you love completely. That happens. That's a a feeling. No, it totally is. Especially when you're in someone's home. So it'd be different if, again, we were in a place together that was a neutral zone, right? like being a guest in someone else's home, like it's fun right. the first couple of days. Then it's like, oh, I feel like I need to go back. You need your and home those people base. want their, like, okay, we want our house space back. back. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Okay. We'll do a five day, no work 
trip in a little cabin somewhere yeah with all the peeps well that's kind of the fun thing about these trips and we'll talk about it in a minute but these trips overseas like most people won't have cell phone service true so no it <laughs> has to be kind of oh my gosh that's so true i didn't even think of that okay so what well, do you want to talk about the trips right now no i think well whatever well i mean whatever okay. you want you're the you're the all host right. i do what you ask you do what i ask all right well first of all don't get used to that <laughs> only only on what in the dang heck yes. <laughs> i only have you for 40 minutes to do what i ask why do you think community is so hard for people to find nowadays why do you think that's like such a common i mean you get dms from everyone is that one that you see all the time because yes. that's when cc and i see relentlessly i always get people saying they're jealous of my friendships how do i get to know these people right how did you meet these people right um, from my perspective community is hard because people don't know how to be a friend Ooh, um, that's people, a tough truth. We're going deep right now. Yeah, that's a tough. I think people don't know what it's. It. I think so many people I can express that they've had difficulties maintaining friendships that were more than surface level. Mm. Um, so having community really is kind of putting yourself out there, and I feel a lot of people don't know how to do that well. Yeah. And so that kind of stifles that. The second thing is, what kind of community? You could find community anywhere. Yeah. But is it quality? So again, it's yeah. it's quality over quantity. True. Um, and I just think a lot of people lack the the necessary strengths to foster community. Uh, and it takes people that are willing to put forth the effort. Like, again, like right. with our group of friends, right. we're all different ages, different backgrounds, yeah. different this, and we come from all over the place. But because of the fact we have the shared desire for holiness and virtue yeah. and ultimately sainthood, it creates kind of a level playing field from the very get-go. Like we're yeah. able to, we don't have to sit there and talk about fundamental things because we already right. agree right, on those right, things. Right. So we can just really enjoy each other's company. I think that's another thing that's it's important to remember. What do you think are some qualities that people could like work on? I guess probably virtues that people could work on to be a better friend. Because I bet a lot of people might feel called out or they're like, well, how do I know if I know how to be? <laughs> like, what are qualities that a good friend has that people can like self-reflect on in themselves? I think there's something. So I'm an extrovert to the extreme. So Same. for me, I want, I feel like, for so much of my life, I felt like in order to have a, a friendship, like even being here, right? I felt that I had to be doing something in order to show yeah. that I'm engaged. Ooh, like I, that I have I to do be that. talking, I have to be doing, we have to have conversations. Yeah. We need to have really deep talks. Like yeah, I'm where, where I've grown, where I've grown, I think as I've got older is a true friendship is one that I got, that nothing needs to be said. Like just yeah. being in your presence, yeah. being around the people you care about. I think that in itself is good. So for example, one of my favorite things to do with people and people used to say, that's not very social was to go to see a movie with a friend. Yeah. But there's something about the fact that when we're in the car together or we're at a movie, we don't need to talk. Like right. it's just being with that person. There's not a that's need. A good point. There's not a, a need for filling up that space with, with just right. communication. And that's kind of like, it gets kind of exhausting if all you're trying to do is fill the space with conversation or yes. feel like you have to constantly ask questions or engage with someone. Correct. Or you're just being, it's like awkward. And that used to be a big right. part of me. It was like, oh my gosh, I go on these long car rides with people and I felt like I needed to talk the whole right. time. Right, right. There was something very beautiful about just being in each other's presence. Like I, every right. day I've woken up a little later than them because I don't have a daughter. Because <laughs> there's no kid. <laughs> and I come downstairs and just sitting there, mm -hmm. even though we're not doing anything, it's just for me, is very enjoyable. Well, and it's nice for us too because there's no pressure from either party. Correct. To be like, yeah. To have conversation to hold stuff like that so because community is so hard how do you have so many great catholic friends and connections you kind of touched on it but you literally like i tell everyone that i meet about you and when i do i always say i literally think that's one of god's gifts for austin is his ability to like cultivate community and network people 
and you're like so good at it. Um, I, I, Avery and I were talking about this yesterday on the way back from the airport. And for me, I don't know what the answer to that is. Yeah. It's not something I've yeah, like intentionally yeah. set out to do. Like, let me cultivate all these relationships. And <laughs> people. Like, it was not something calculating. It's kind of like everything in my life. It right. just kind of happens. But I think there are, there are some tangible things that have happened in my life that have given me the ability to do this. One in particular that comes to mind is the fact that I moved a lot when I was a kid, yep. which I'm sure you can relate to. Yeah. But moving a lot as a kid, I didn't have the the fortune of having my my best friend that I grew up with down the streets. Mm-hmm. And we went through everything together. And like when you hear those stories about people like, oh, we grew up next to each other and yeah. we did everything from age five on. Yeah. I don't have that. Me neither. Um, the longest I was ever at any one school is high school. I went all four years. Other than that, okay. it was one to two years max. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I never had the opportunity to just be comfortable with myself right. and just make friendships that grew over time. I had to make friends very quickly and with the knowledge that I didn't know how long I was going to be there. Right. Um, so I think that. So negative, you go in all in at once kind of thing. To a certain extent, because you don't want to go too all in because that's also right. bad. But I think that gave me the, it's a prime example of, of a bad experience. Like realizing as I got older, realizing that wasn't a good thing for a kid to have to right. move so much. But that bad thing with grace right. has made me into the person I am today that I can walk into a room of a hundred strangers and come up with everyone <laughs> being a close friend, right? Like, yeah. That's a very common thing in my life. But right. the other thing is, I think for me in particular, and the thing that I hear people say the most to me yeah. um, is that intentionality. I think intentional friendships are so important. So the fact that it's not that we have to talk every day, it's not that we have to communicate within the, you know, every week and all right. these expectations, but knowing one is that that reality that you can have friendships where you don't talk for a period of time mm-hmm. and then the moment you do talk again it picks up where it left right. off that there's not like this weird limit let's get to talking and figuring right. each other out some more um, that's one and the second thing is this understanding of like i said of intentionality that i'm going to be intentional about maintaining friendships i'm not yeah. going to let them go to the wayside if someone's a relationship with someone's important to me i'm going to put forth the effort he's going to facetime me every day is what that means which I mean, I don't think every day, but I mean, it is one of those things where this is why I don't, because she's mean, but, uh, but uh, I'm kidding. But no, I think that that's where I was, we were talking about last night. FaceTime is important. People yeah. make fun of me. Actually, we played a game yeah. here and I got a lot of crap for the fact that I FaceTime. I'm a FaceTimer he is. because two things. One, I remember being a really young kid where they had an ad for a phone and the phone was going to have like a video thing. And looking yeah. back, it was so amateur, but you could, you could see your family that you're talking to whatever yeah. on the phone and. A lot of my family lived outside, like on the other side of the country. So I didn't mm-hmm. grow up with my aunts and uncles not near me. Right. And I remember as a kid thinking, wow, can you imagine like seeing their face? Yeah. So now that we have the technology, it's so important to use. Plus, I think FaceTime is so important. We were talking about this the other day with like Jung Woo and all these friends that we don't see very often, but yeah. it feels like we see them all the time because we FaceTime them. We see right. them. We're actually, there's something right. about seeing the face, which not to go on a little tangent here, but about the no. COVID thing and all the masking. Right. That's right. I, someone told me this recently. And I think it's beautiful is that. Part of this thing with masking in particular, I'm not going to get into the health implications or anything the like politics. that. politics. <laughs> but the mask itself is so, it's, it has to be in a way of the devil because what it's done is it's dehumanized us. We're made in the image and likes of God. Mm-hmm. By now wearing a mask, we kind of cover up a big part of our face and who we are. Right. That an expressive some, part of our correct, face. And it's like this connection with people. But FaceTime for me is so important because I can maintain friendships. It's not just, okay, let's talk on the phone and that the, the verbal, but there is that nonverbal and seeing the person and, right. and seeing how they're they're emoting and those things mm-hmm. I think is so important, but yeah, I, I think the number one thing is intentionality. You have to put forth the work. If it, if a friendship means enough to you, you're going to call them. You're going to be right. up to date with them. Not again, every day, not every week and not some set expectation, but just knowing that our friendship is more than 
the time we spend together, it's the quality. Right. I agree. Do you think it's easier? I found for myself, at least if I find, if I meet a Catholic, it is easier to instantly go deep quicker and to create a stronger relationship than if it's a non-Catholic solely because of the, the thing you mentioned earlier, where we know what we have in common off the bat and where we stand on issues or topics that are really important, like marriage um, and things like that. Have you found that to be the case? But I know you're friends with literally everyone. So, yeah, I think there's no doubt in that. I think both you and I have families that were very confused in the beginning of our friendships yeah. with all these random people yes. from the country. Yes. My mother used to get very terrified by the fact that I was <laughs> like randomly Same. meeting people around the country. And, you know, I'm a man who served in the military and right. myself, but right. whatever. <laughs> there is, there is, there is absolutely no question that having friendships that are rooted in the faith are absolutely the best. Um, yeah, but we're not called to be in our Catholic ghetto where we right. only want to evangelize. Mm-hmm. Yes. But having those and maintaining those friendships where we are on the same page on the most fundamental uh, parts of our life is huge yeah. and makes it much easier to grow deeper with somebody because of that. That being said, it is interesting how many people think that for friendships, but when it comes to relationships, true, you can date anybody you want and what does it matter? Because well, they're a good well, person. Yeah. What are you talking about? How can I Ooh. even cons- concern the idea of marrying somebody who doesn't fundamentally agree with the most right. foundational part of my life? Right. <laughs> I don't understand that concept. <laughs> Again, not saying you can't date a Protestant, no, but, but it's a good that point. That has to be a, it's a, a good huge point. hindrance because wait, um, you don't agree on the way I understand and experience my my God. How many times right. a week I try to go to mass because of I'm I'm getting to literally stand in the presence of God or kneel in the presence of God. So yeah, both friendships and relations in general, I think rooted in the faith help just exponentially when it comes to growing deeper because we have that that commonality. Right. I've never, I feel like people just felt called out again. I mean, it's good. This is what I bring you on for. It's <laughs> the hard truth. Well, as I'm talking to Megan who dated a Protestant. I know. I'm like, oh gosh. But, but we love Avery. But, but he converted and on his own and now sometimes they think he's a better catholic <laughs> well, you guys better, joke he, about he that. is a better catholic he is a better he's, catholic. A, he's a he's a convert uh, he had to work for it yeah okay. that's not a that's not a dig <laughs> but i mean it's just a reality that it is i was just born into it and taught it and by the grace of god i've st- stuck with it and like love it because i know the opposite has happened where people are turned away from it when they're brought into it just by birth but because he had to work for it and because he had to like I mean, it was difficult. It's not easy to convert if you're the only person in your family converting, you know? He had to reconcile you know his too. own beliefs. Yeah, for sure. Right, right. But the thing that's beautiful about that is your former Protestant boy, uh, now husband, uh, but boyfriend is now the one who's going to bring you deeper. And I've seen that in, North, in the time, the years that we've known each other and the, the conversations we've had, yeah. I've seen a deeper, uh, a, gro- a going deeper in your own faith. And there's no doubt in my mind that that's been brought on by your husband. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's the coolest thing ever. Um but they have to do it on their own. Correct. Do not convert for someone else because then it's never your own. Mm-mm. And it's not, well, it's just not going to last because then if you have any sort of resentment towards that person for anything in the marriage, it'll get trickled into that. Well, okay. I mean, we, this is not this this topic, I'm sure, for this this podcast. Well, we just about talk that. about anything talk about and everything. For, let's here. talk about that for a second. Okay. Let's so do it. Let's do your, it. your marriage, your wedding day is the most unitive part of your marriage. Obviously, the wedding itself, and then, of course, culminating in the act, in the act later in that evening, Lord willing. Um, but how at the most fundamental part of your of your of your relationship is at the wedding you have your spouse who can't fully participate in the liturgy in the mass yeah so one can receive communion one can't it already has your marriages began 
in a division of grace. And a, and a, well, no, no, in a division. The fact that one can receive communion, one can't. Right. Like there's already a, dis, a division a in, the, in the relationship separation. from the very beginning. And how do right. people not see that this is a problem? Yeah. Have you seen? Because I know there's certain people that we know. Mm-hmm who have married Protestants who later on in the marriage have converted and it has worked through. She's prayer. talking about Mary and Jerry, but, um, well, Ma- Mary and Jerry, but also Adele. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, again, it's God's grace is, is unending and, and right. anything is possible, but I, I, I don't want to hold out like these as examples par excellence of, for a reason for yeah, you to do it as a past. It's very, 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 very rare for that to happen. Agreed. Um, and it makes, again, it makes very difficult years because the beginning of a marriage is is like some of the hardest parts of like bringing two lives together two personalities to this to that ideally they haven't cohabitated ideally they haven't had sex ideally those things have been held out for marriage so now you're navigating this new life together and also i want to go to mass on sunday because i'm catholic and this is the foundational part of my life but you on the other hand think what does it matter we're good people and whatever and sure you say in the beginning you're going to support me but who knows that's always going to be the case. Right. And fast forward to the, the Lord willing, you have children. Now what? Because yeah. the thing that I didn't that's care my about. Biggest, my biggest question. And that was my biggest issue with Avery. Not issue, but like holding back with towards Avery was because my kids have to be raised Catholic. And I know you have to agree, uh, like the Protestant or the non-Catholic um, significant yeah. other party has to agree to raise them Catholic, but what does that look like? What does that mean? What are well, yeah, actually... especially in a day and age when people don't even care about. Okay, I made a verbal contact. Right, and... right, exactly. Especially if you don't think the church has any authority anyway. So okay, I said right. that, but now I don't care. But now I don't care. No, it's it's. I really think we need to be very very upfront about the fact that they're they're and this is going to be unpopular, but okay, this is the truth. Is that we're not. Catholicism is not a denomination of Protestantism of the church of Christianity. We're not just another denomination. We are the church. Right. And if we understand that it's not about being better than it's about being holistic, about complete yeah. and about the fact that not to get in the whole thing about the reformation, but that Go was a it. complete, that was a complete <laughs> schism away from what, what Christ intended. And there's unintentional consequences. And to be completely candid, the problems we're dealing with today, this is going to be a hot take that I let's do it. Bring up. Let's do it. Here we go. The thing that we're dealing with today in society where I can choose my gender, I can do this, I can do whatever I want, you do you boo, freedom, yeah. freedom to do whatever you want, all those things stems from one thing ultimately. What is it? The Reformation. Up until the Reformation, when when people said, you know what, I'm going to create my own religion, Ooh, my own thing, yeah. that's when we started True. the Enlightenment period, where people can, I can just do whatever I wanted. Right. Once the church is no longer the ultimate, the arbiter of everything in the world when it comes to moral, uh, a moral life and all those things, that's where you start. You can trace yeah. it back to the breakdown of society, where people say, well, okay, I believe that, but you believe that. I okay, I'm going to go do my own thing. Like, right. I disagree that, with this, so I'm going to do correct. And that's where we're yeah. dealing with the rep- the the the. The, yeah, the, uh, from everything, the repercussions from all those decisions that were made 500 years ago. Yeah. And that's where we have now people saying you can identify anything you want. There is no such thing as truth anymore. It's all whatever right. you want. It's all based on your own personal understanding of whatever you've read or whatever right. you think. And that's just not true. Um, so again, I go back to, we're not talking about marriage. Like it doesn't, you don't just meet somebody at the end of your wedding day. Right. You discern that this is the person I feel called to marry but how can you say that God is a part of that necessarily? How can you say that that was the concern when the real foundation for most people is we're attracted to each other? Right. The second thing is that we like, we hang out together and we get along. Those are not the thing that should bring you to marriage. Right. The thing that brings you to marriage is this is the person I feel best in this life 
to bring me to salvation, yep. to bring me to God. Yep. So if my partner, my significant other is not on the same page, page how can how you, can you say this is of God? Again, right. not saying that there's not a potential for conversion, a potential for those graces, but the but world is set up very, yeah, it's a very big question. It's a very, very uh, large hurdle to get over. But it's also something that no one talks about. No, because and you it's just not popular. The bomb on it's not popular. And it's not. It's not things you talk about. It makes companies. So hopefully, right. whoever's listening, yeah, you know, our listeners are all pretty much under the same umbrella as us. Good. So hopefully, this is encouraging. But I'm expecting a couple of bad comments, considering that's just how our lives go, right? I mean, if we didn't get negative comments from people, then we wouldn't be doing anything I mean, right. Doing anything good. Yep, I agree. All right, we're taking a break from Austin and Megan's hot takes and. I'm Cecilia, if you couldn't tell by the voice, popping in here with Mr. Stash, and we're just going to chat about Catholic Company. Yeah, so recently I was uh, looking at Catholic Company, and I came across this personalized priest mug, and <laughs> it's all black, and but it has a little white you know, spot at the top that is like the Roman collar. collar, and you can put, you can customize it with somebody's name, and so I'm definitely you know, saving that and starring that going to make that a favorite so I can go back to it. Um, so I can, you know, potentially use it as a gift for all of the awesome priests in my life. Um, and it, uh, and it, it hits close to home too, because I'm obviously a fan of, of coffee mugs. Don't uh, worry. He won't season this one. We uh, won't deliver it season. Yeah. We'll make sure that it's kept clean. <laughs> and then we were also, we were looking at apartments this weekend. And so we're like, oh, let's just look at the home goods stuff at Catholic Company. And they have this cute cutting board and um, it's like love begins at home. And then you can have it customized with like your initials or last name or whatever. And I just feel like it's such a good housewarming gift for people um, because we know so many friends that have us over for dinner parties and stuff. But it's always nice to bring something. Don't want to come empty handed. So anyways, Catholic Company, you can get 15% off with code HECK, all caps, H-E-C-K, code HECK for 15% off your next order at The Catholic Company. All right, back to this craziness with Austin and Meg. You want to say bye? See you guys. Bye. Okay, back to community. What would you say to someone searching for a la- or lacking in solid faithful relationships? Well, first off, where, do you, in person? where, are, you, where are you going to those <laughs> We can't just sit in our apartments or our homes and say, oh, I wish I had community. I wish I had community. Yes. We can't sit in our apartments or our homes and message strangers online and say, oh, I, I'm so jealous of what you have. Right. If I'm not willing to do it in my own life. Right. So, okay, there's no app for friends typically right. that I know of. But the place that you can meet friends is at your parish. That's the best True. place. True. And there's tons of people. Lord willing, you go to a church that's you know pretty... Youthful. Um, not, not even youthful, but is... <laughs> is I don't think there's... A, coincidence that the parishes that are more orthodox mm-hmm. uh, in both their liturgical expression and also their understanding of basic church teachings yeah. are the places where you're going to find more young people yeah. uh, than a parish that has, is the boomer parish where yep. it's rock band music and everything like that. That's yeah. not the place. Yeah. So if I'm able to find people at my parish, I'm able to see, I have a weird situation in this because I can't go to parishes without people knowing me. So I always seem to meet people. Right. Um, but in my own experience, I think I talked about this a little bit on your, the last time I was on the podcast, when I moved to a new city back in November, it was in the middle of COVID. It was winter time mm-hmm. for the first few months. And I travel all the time for work for the first few months. I met nobody and yeah. I lived in this new place and I knew nobody, mm-hmm. which was a weird, was, is that for weird for you? it's a weird feeling for me, but I, now I'm at the point where 
I know too many people. And you just want and, to be in your home alone. I, I'm home alone. But I also, I also, when I, I'm not home all the time. So when I am home. I'm always doing something with the people back yeah. there because I feel bad because I'm gone all the time. You're a little uh, bit of a so, people pleaser like yeah. me. Well, not well, it's a people pleaser, but it's like, I, you ha- again, you have to put forth the effort. You so do. I can't, you do. I can't get mad that I don't get invited because people think I'm gone all the time. Right. And then when I'm home, not be willing to. So like, right. for example, on Thursday, before I went on this extended trip, I went, a buddy of mine in St. Louis has asked me repeatedly to come to his house for, he has dinner parties, he's always things. Right. And I'm just never in town. And Thursday was one of the few days I had, it was my last day Friday, leave the next morning, early morning flight. And I didn't want to go. I was like, I don't want to, it was right. like a 30 minute drive because he lives in the, in the county. I didn't want to go. Um, I, I had all the excuses and I had a very good excuse not to right. go. I had to do laundry, I had to pack. Like, and I just thought to myself, I have to go. Like I've, I've never been able to go to anything he's invited me to. Right. There's nothing to keep me back except for the fact I just don't want to go. Right. Cause it's easier not to. Correct. And so I did go and I had a great time and it was a good experience. And I don't remember the fact that I got less sleep that night. Right. Because I went to this dinner party and it, right. it, was, it was, we had a lot of great conversations. I met a lot of very good Catholics. Um, and it was, it was a great experience. So, but again, I could have made every excuse in the book and not went. And everyone yeah. said, good, that was the right decision. Cause you're tired. You're you have tired. To do. Self-care. But okay. I can put forth a little effort and go right. and show and it. Cause at the end of the day, that friend, it meant so much to him. Like he mm-hmm. thanked me multiple times. Like I just came to your dinner party. Right. But it meant so much to him that I put forth the effort to show up and Correct. be there. Yeah. And the other thing that it makes me think of is when you see other uh, people, your age at church or whatnot, and you're like, Oh, I, I want to talk to them. But then you like make up an excuse in your head of like, Oh, well, it's going to be weird. It's going to be awkward. I'm not going to, I don't want to wait around and talk to a stranger or whatever. That specific ex- experience happened in New Mexico. I was and just thinking about We that, yes. met two of our best friends in New Mexico because we were at church with Austin, Cece, like the same exact group that's here, yeah. minus Jung. Um, we were minus Jung plus plus Oliver. Oliver. Um, and this couple who looked our age turned around to like shake our hand during the sign of peace. And I remember turning to Avery. Which I hate the sign of peace. I know we do, but it's a crucial part of the story. I remember turning to Avery and being like, we have to we have to introduce ourselves to them because the only people we knew were the people who came out of town to visit us. We didn't know anyone in New Mexico and the same, the same couple looked at each other and said, Oh my gosh, we need to meet them after mass. And they waited outside of mass until we came out. Cause we were like way behind them, I guess. It was called praying after themselves. mass. It's this crazy concept that when I just got done receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as oh. body. <laughs> And so I don't just like the moment mass ends, I just walk out like right, nothing right. happened. We actually prayed Sit afterwards. Pray. It's a crazy concept. We, I did it growing up. You should try it sometime. Time growing up. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And and since that moment when they waited, they took the extra effort and bit the bullet on whatever awkwardness or like, this is weird. Or do we really do this? Or is this worth our time? We were close friends with them the entire rest of our so trip there and we that, did catechism studies together and so close to them that he was the stand-in for me for he was for carrie's baptism austin couldn't be there at carrie's baptism so we asked garrett the husband of the couple that the only bad thing us. is he was air force i remember that that yeah, is true yeah, yeah. Air force was. would you rather air force or marines marines all oh, day that's awesome so, no that's a good example and i had that happen so you know this i'm sure you get it as well but this weird situation where people come up to you randomly yeah and it just happens all the time. So you're just used to it. But there's a friend of mine right now in St. Louis who came up to me. I was actually, Oliver was there yeah. visiting me and we were at a sushi place. Cause that's where we go. Right. And uh, this guy came up and said, I overheard part of your conversation. Oliver and I are talking about politics, not even religion. Right. And the guy's like, here's my number. I would love to get together with some of my friends sometime. 
we ended up meeting for a drink like a couple weeks later come to find out he's like a super super strong catholic yeah all this stuff and now he's i've invited him to a ton of stuff he's he's a good i got invited to his wedding what i couldn't, I couldn't go of course <laughs> of course I was out of town. but uh it, it all because he came up to me and he said the thing he jokes about this now and he likes to tell people this he was kind of surprised he said because he's done this to a few people before and people are always like taken back like kind of uncomfortable like who is this person yeah. he goes it was just weird because i went up to you and you didn't even like flinch You're like okay bro thanks yeah because like unfortunately right. I, anyone else in the world would be like who is this random guy inviting me to his house that is so creepy well megan has had the experience where there was a group of people on instagram that were kind of attacking me and threatening me and their name might have started with immaculata and mm-hmm. we were do you remember when we were in california yep. at a random with we're at chipotle. chipotle and this guy came up. it was like all those marion accounts that yeah. really don't like cc and i because we wear pants yeah and i thought it was him or she thought she was going to be shot i thought i was literally going to get like he was going to follow me home and figure out where i lived <laughs> i was like this is weird <laughs> this is an issue austin yeah. but it turned out he was super great right? super great yeah right? great experience okay. but yeah i mean i always think about this when people come up to me and i always i can tell especially in parishes where they know who i am mm-hmm. and you can see that they're like looking at you they want to say yeah. one they're like is that really him yeah and two I want to say somebody's busy, blah, blah, blah. And then when right. they finally do, they it's a good experience for them. It's a great experience for me. Right, um, right. It's just people have to get out of their comfort zone. Right. Well, and we, I feel like part of it too is we've become so used to how easy and comfortable it is to do stuff behind a screen mm-hmm. that when you're faced with it in person, it's like, oh, I don't want it. Like, I don't know. That's social do. awkwardness. It's kind of like yeah. a, a friend of ours he, who shall remain nameless who says he likes all these girls and these girls are pretty in this, but he never <laughs> takes the <laughs> To say anything because you know uh-huh. it's easier to yeah. comment, but yeah. it's not. It takes guts to go and talk to people because there's always that fear of rejection. Rejection. rejection, and rejection is of the devil. It is um, under the sun, under God's mantle. You can ensure that even if someone doesn't respond, maybe in the way you want, that yeah. person is thankful that you said something. Right. I remember too. Avery actually meant or realized this after Sunday mass when it was CC Avery our buddy Nick and then a girl from Georgia who came um and CC I wore a veil for the first time so that I wasn't gonna bring it up but I'm super excited (laughs) Uh, I we'll talk about it in a later podcast maybe but I wore a veil for the first time and I remember thinking like some people were looking and whatever but also I was like maybe I'm just being over dramatic because I'm wearing a veil for the first time and like oh people are looking at me weird but then after mass Avery was like did you guys see like a couple of those different girls like looking at you guys and we're like no, I didn't notice except for in mass. And I thought it was just my insecurity playing out. But um, he was like, yeah, I think they like thought they recognized you or wanted to say something or whatever. And no one ever did. No one did. But I'm like, dang it. Like, I just moved here. I want to meet you. Like, I want to know people. And if you recognize Cece, even better. Like, we're all here. Come hang out with all of us. We're going to have dinner with a priest for, or Father Flesla, who is the pastor. Here, the weirdest pastor. things, the weirdest things that I deal with is people will see me at parishes or events. Yeah. They won't say anything. And then I'll get a DM later. Like, I saw you at this. I'm yes. Like, well, that's yeah. one creepy. And two, say two, something. Say something to me in See person. something, say something. Say something, say something. Do you have any more comments you wanted to make on the veil? I'm just excited because again, <laughs> this goes back to what this is actually what I was referencing earlier about the fact that your husband will bring you. Oh, when we so i had known avery prior to meeting megan just because of schedules things like that she yeah. was unable to go to my birthday party there's a whole thing yeah and the first time we hung out we went to uh st michael's abbey the old church yeah and it was the first time you've been to a mass like that that was more of a traditional right um, it was novus ordo but, but, but it was actually the way the second vatican council asked for but that's another subject for the time but um 
you had mentioned how you were kind of uncomfortable by some of it and just yeah. this, and and it's cool to see now a few years later how you progressed and <laughs> again I don't think there's a coincidence that that's your husband husband and community aka yeah. you guys Mary CC like all of them for the sure. thing is is so I've talked about this a million times over and I think I should just have it patented at this point. Put it on your it's the, it's this We talked about it last night. It's this threefold movement of conversion in the modern era. Yeah. Virtual, physical, transcendent. So the idea that our friendship, all of started us met virtually. virtually. Every single one of us started virtually. Yeah. And that's awesome and that's great and there's a connection and this and that, the other thing. But that can't be enough. Right. It's got to go to the second phase, which is physical. physical. So like when I, the first time I ever met Cecilia in person, I flew to the Philippines. I picked her up at the airport. A very weird story. If you just like look at it from the surface, like what? Uh, <laughs> you never met this girl. She flew all the way to the other side of the world. Um, but that was that. And then even our friendship and all that, the physical part. But the thing that makes our group of friends unique, or not even unique, but makes it special is the fact that it's not just the virtual friendship and it's not just the physical friendship, right. it's the transcendent friendship. It's the fact that all of us are pushing one another towards sanctity, towards heaven. Yeah, That is what is ultimate, uh, ultimately the guide of the fact that we're doing something right. right. Um, not perfect people, uh, right. imperfect people trying to do perfect things. And so right. the idea that we're all moving towards Christ, the idea that we're all moving towards the same goal, which is right. heaven, I think is the reason why our friendships are so strong and also why so many people look at it and want that. Right. How, in what ways do you think we've gone into the transcendent part of friendship and not just virtual and physical? Because I think that's a tough thing for people to be like, well, how do I like encourage someone spiritually? Like for me, I know Cece and I can have conversations about relationship, marriage, sex, NFP, things like that. And really, NFP. yeah, let's set Instagram on fire again, shall we? Yeah. Um, and really kind of push, push the, I don't know, the line or like question things mm. and like bounce back and forth on each other. Or if one of us is having a hard time with something, go to the other and receive a hard truth and maybe wrestle with it, but then realize like, okay, yeah, you're right. That's what the church says. Um, so for me, that's like something that we've done that's made us go past just physical and virtual. It's difficult yeah. to say for a normal situation because I'm not normal and I'm the type of friend that will push people to <laughs> a, to an uncomfortable level. If we haven't already figured that out yeah, during I, this I, episode, I, I, I push people because I want perfection. I want to be pushed. Right. Um, I have enough, as I joke, sycophants who tell me I'm amazing every day on social media. Right. The people in my life, I need to push me to be holier and better. I call need to that. Be, call me out yeah. of my bullcrap. And I think that's something that people lose track of too because people don't like that. Right. Everyone says they like it, but they don't. But no one does because it uh, takes humility. It, yes. And humility I, so sucks. <laughs> it's this idea that I want to be around people who will push me to be a saint because of all it is, is we just get along and we have the same tastes and music and the same this. Right. That gets old after a while. It does. Uh, yeah. It has to be rooted in something. So like you said, everyone's mass. We're hopefully going to go to mass here in a few minutes mm -hmm. or an hour or so. Um, all those things are about pushing us to God, reminding us that everything is of God. Everything we do is because of God. Keeping that in our forefront of our in the forefront of our mind and in our actions, I think, just leads one another to something far more greater than of of just a regular friendship. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And again, you've seen everyone grow a lot more in their faith over the last few years, and just growing closer. Yeah. And that is something that it, it, the friendship and the and the relationship with God and our faith should be moving almost on the same train like track, like we're parallel together towards something. Yeah. So is there like any opportunities for people to meet all of us at once in one place ever? Well, we do have these new things we're starting where we're going to start traveling around the world together. 
So um, that's so fun. our first one. We have our first <laughs> trip coming up in a month, actually less than a month now, which is crazy. Uh, we're going to Italy. Um, and then in the February, you're going to go on that trip. We're yeah. going to be going to Israel. Hopefully, um, Israel and will then be we able have a couple other trips in mind right now that are being planned yeah. around the world. But that's kind of something we had talked about about having giving people an opportunity to to travel with us and to get to experience something with us outside of like meeting us at a focus conference. Right, or and like that. it going from virtual to physical, but and also transcendent, transcendent because it is not just a meetup at a coffee shop Correct. going on a pilgrimage. Correct. Yeah. And so, yes, we're going to do fun things. We're going to experience fun experiences. We're going to right. have those memories, but it's going to be rooted in the fact that we're centered in Christ. Right. And I think too, it takes a little bit or it takes a lot of bit of like a vulnerability and an openness to just like last night, Avery and I were bawling our eyes out on the couch next to did you post something? I posted I was we were stopped. I was gonna be on the about show. to be recording. So oh my goodness. Last night we were on the couch yeah, right? last night Avery and I were bawling on the couch next to Austin because he was like, We have to watch this movie. And he Well, Avery says, I think I got close to tearing up. I'm like, I no, heard you sniffling. Avery definitely cried. Um, I think that's why he turned into me to act like he was holding me, but I think he was actually crying and <laughs> hiding it. Okay, I'm glad you said that's exactly what I thought too. <laughs> Um, but I, and I was again, like, going back snotty. to the old podcast I was on, masculinity is appreciating the fact that you can be emotive. Emotion. Yeah, but that's what Austin's so good at. He was like, We have to watch this movie, it's so wholesome. And we've always like shown our friends the Peanut Butter Falcon, it is such a wholesome movie, it's such a good movie, but it's not a super emotional one. Um, and Austin swore this is not a cancer story, this is not a cancer story, and it really wasn't, but. There was a mom that and a wife is the foundation of the movie who movie. had cancer, who died. And being a mom and a wife, I'm like, this is so, so sad. Like, I can't die. I love my family. But it was beyond that. It, it focused on the friendship between the two guys that got through this mom, wife, and friend of his, her cancer and her, that whole season of life for them. And they, how they were able to depend on each other and be emotional with each other and just be raw and real with each other the whole time. And I was like, this is such an on-brand movie for Austin to show us because I think that is, and he's, he's had all of us watch it at this point. He said, Matt and Liz watch it. And I'm sure have Mary and Jerry seen it yet. They need I to. I told them about it. I don't okay. know if he's watched it. Cece and Stash need to watch it. Yes. Like, but it's very on-brand for our friendship, our circle, because like I had never met Mary and I FaceTimed her early postpartum. And was just crying because I was like, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Mary and I have never met, but because you never met Mary, hadn't okay. when we had Facetimed, and I'm bawling my eyes out to her. Um, I don't know. There's just there's an openness and a vulnerability amongst our circle, which allows us to go deeper because um, emotions aren't bad, which is what you're no, saying. No, that's the but. thing is like being okay with the fact that there are so many things in our culture that have put us in a place where we feel like we can't emote. Mm-hmm. Women are the ones who emote. Men have to be strong, and we can't sing. Right. That's just well, and women are dramatic for emoting too. It's Correct. not even that women can or that they do. It's that they feel silly when they do. Correct. And I think all these things that we're able to do and foster within different relationships in our life help us to grow closer together, ultimately again, moving towards Christ and the fact that we can be vulnerable with one another, that we're not going to be judged, that we're not going to be, right. that we are who we are. Um, and there's something about just being in that moment with each other, no matter what it is, the good, the bad, the ugly, and we've right. had all those things. That movie to me, so the movie is called Our Friend, and it was the first movie I saw mm-hmm. in theaters uh, since the pandemic started. And it was in, the, I went with a bunch of friends and I had seen the, the trailer, but I didn't know a ton. Um, it really rocked me because it was 
you think this movie's going to be ultimate, and I don't want to give it away, but just but, watch yeah. it. Um, you think the movie's going to be about her. Right. The trailer about her, everything right. about her, which was a big part of it. Right. But the end, the name is, yep. the, the answer's in the name. It ended up being more about that friendship and what that was like to have a friend who was Sacrificing. so sacrificial in his own, but in not getting these away, but in that love, he was also saved. Right. Right. Um, and so there's healing. There's there's so much healing in that. And for me, I like seeing a movie that's emotive. Mm-hmm. That's not manipulative emotive. Like it's right. not like, oh, we're just sad to be sad. But right. there's something very beautiful about comfortable being comfortable with people where you can share in all feelings and right. seasons of life. Right. Well, on that note, watch our friend and um, watch our friend and keep your eyes out for yeah we have trips coming up i know you guys are planning doing some meet and greets around the country yes. and have a couple other fun things uh, lined up and planned, planned. but yeah and, and so for us i think i speak as the as the captain as uh, the captain uh, of the ship i'm the captain now um little homage to uh captain Phillips. but um <laughs> i think our friends have this unique opportunity because every single one of us has similar personalities in a lot of ways and has mm-hmm. significant followings in many ways is to bring people into it because if again if this is just our own special little thing then that's great but it's not helping convert right. the world so what we can do right. is to bring people in within reason obviously in a healthy manner um, into what we're doing into our lives whenever people have the opportunity to meet up with us and to spend time with us in the physical um, i think we should take every advantage of that agreed but again, this is my second time on What in the Dang Heck. <laughs> we'll have to have him back again, I'm sure. Um, I just want to thank you for coming. It's awesome to do a podcast. I don't get to do many podcasts where I'm oh, actually live with well, the person. We're honored. And I get to look outside your window here from the second floor of your beautiful house. Great. I, and one last thing I will say, a little plug here about Megan and Avery. Oh. This young couple that everyone joked about when they first, you know, very sappy when they were first dating and everything, you know, long distance relationships, all those things. To see this, this amazing couple and where they are now in this beautiful home, this very beautiful neighborhood. And to see what you guys have accomplished um, is just, again, sets the bar for people that anything is possible True. Uh, when you follow God and, and you put path. God as the, as the center. So and on you. that, we're peacing out. Bye, guys. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.